did see the Lord high and lifted, and the thread of His robe fills the temple, fills this place, Lord. I Hello, hello everybody and a huge good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are in the world today. We just want to give you a huge welcome to the prayer experience today. We are so blessed to have you with us. So please share this video. The more people that we have praying along with us, the more powerful we can be, the more um the more effect and impact that we can have across the nations as we pray together. And please subscribe to the Deli Talks media channel on YouTube. And don't forget, we've also got the Prayer Experience Hotline, which is a UK landline number. So please feel free to use that. And um, please share your comments, your prayer requests and your praise reports. We would love to know what God is doing in your life, what you are expecting for him for, what you are praying for particularly today. So let's start by giving thanks. And I'm going to use the same scripture as yesterday here because it fits really nicely with the theme of faith. So we're looking at Ephesians chapter 3 verse 12 from the Amplified Version. It says, in whom we have boldness and confident access through faith in him. That is, our faith gives us sufficient courage to freely and openly, I am sorry about that, to freely and openly approach God through Christ. So thank you. Thank you for just bearing with me. So, you know, Father God, we just thank you for what you are doing, Lord. We thank you that you come and dwell amongst us today, Lord. We thank you that we can come into this place and just put you first, put you right above everything else. Father God, your name is higher than any other name. And so today we are so grateful that we can come into this place, into this place of boldness, into this place with courage, into this place where we are expectant for you to move, where we are expectant for you to do exceedingly more than we could ever ask or imagine, Lord. So Father God, we ask you just to come and dwell in our midst. We come first and forefront and we stay and we stand against any distractions and we say and we stand against anything that is going to pull us away from making the most out of this time in your presence today. Father God, we thank you that we have the courage and the grace to be surrounded and almost enveloped in you, Lord, so that whatever comes and stands against us, whatever comes and pulls us away from you, Lord, whatever comes into our path, our faith will get us through it, Lord. So we thank you, Lord, that no matter what the world throws at us, no matter what illnesses come against us, no matter what our jobs throw at us, 
Father God, no matter what our friendships throw at us, no matter what our relationships and our partners throw at us, Lord, no matter what comes and stands against us, no matter those times of grief, no matter those times of doubt, no matter those times where we feel downtrodden, where we feel like we cannot do it anymore, where we feel overwhelmed, our faith is what gets us through, Lord. So we thank you that you are the light to our path. You are the lamp to our feet, Lord. There is nothing that we cannot do. There is nothing that we cannot do because you give us the grace. You give us that courage. You are the one who can guide us through it today, Lord. So today we come in to this place of prayer, Lord. We come with expectancy, Lord. We come with hope and we come with faith, Lord. We come with that faith that you are going to move mountains. You are going to lead us through it, Lord. Amen and amen. Right, let's move on and look at the inspired word. And we're looking at Hebrews 11, verse 7 to 8. It says, by faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in that holy fear, he built an ark to save his family. By his faith, he condemned the world and became heir of righteousness. That is in keeping with faith. And by faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, he obeyed and he went, even though he did not know where he was going. So I want us to talk today about faith. You know, where are we going? Where is our faith called us to be? Because we may not know where we are going. You know, some of us are given the gifts of prophecy. Some of us are given the gifts of insight. Some of us are given dreams and visions when we go into that place where God reveals stuff to us. And so we get snapshots about where he is taking us, about what things are going to look like, certain images, certain words, certain scriptures are spoken over our lives when we well and we inhabit his presence in that secret place and for some of us we may not be spending that time that quality time in his presence that he will reveal those things to us we may feel quite distant we may feel quite detached we might feel like we're a bit uncertain about what our path has for us about what our life has for us and yet it is because of this which is why we pray, why we seek his face, why in whatever circumstances we come and we are open to him. You know, we look at the boldness and the audacity and that sufficient courage that both Abraham and Noah had along with, you know, there's loads and loads of other stories in that Hebrews 11 scriptures. So if you want to take some time later to read through those, you know, it just shows those ordinary people who were obedient, who followed what God had told them, even though they did not know why they were doing it. Like Noah didn't know why he was building an ark. He didn't know. He just, he had that blind faith. You know, that faith is that assurance in what we do not see. It's that confidence in what we hope for. And if God tells us to do something, we just have to have the faith that he knows what he's doing, that he has his hand over our lives, that he is able to lead us into whatever it is because his plans are to prosper us and not to harm us. His plans are to give us a hope and a future. And all that God requires of us is that obedience, that faith. And like with Abraham, 
um, even before this scripture saying where he went to the place later received as an inheritance, even when he carried his only son Isaac up to the top of the mountain and was prepared to sacrifice him because that's what God had called him to do. He was prepared to do that. He had faith that God knew the bigger picture. And yet it turned out that God wanted to prosper him. God didn't harm his child. God didn't harm him. He didn't make him suffer. He led him through that. It was just that acts of obedience that God called him to do. So in our lives now, what is God calling us to do? Are we prepared to have that level of faith where we will completely trust that he has the bigger plan? You know, if God's called us into a new season, if God's called us to do something new in our lives, whether it's to start a new job, whether it's to leave a job, whether it's to start a relationship or end a relationship, whether it's to, you know, become closer into a different congregation on a Sunday or to move churches, to leave another church, to move area, whatever is relevant in your life right now, do you have that trust? Do you have that trust in what he's calling you to do in order to take that step, that step of obedience? Because that first step is often the hardest one to do. That step is often the one that the enemy comes in and attacks us and it's like, nope, that's not God speaking to you. Nope, that's not for you. Why would God ask you to do that? That doesn't make any sense. That's not the right thing to do. This is why faith is a gift. This is why faith is something that we need to constantly be seeking for, constantly refreshed by, constantly in keeping with. Because if we are not, if we are not prepared to come under the obedience of God, then where are we going to be? You know, um, Psalm, the Psalm with the, the Good Shepherd, you know, it says that he will you know, we will fear no evil. I can actually see it just behind me. You know, his rod and his staff, they comfort us. That discipline is what we need. We need to have that obedience. Those 10 commandments that we were given to not lie, to put God first, to love our neighbors just as we love ourselves. They are there as guidelines. We need to submit and surrender to God's will over our lives and his purpose over our lives because he, that is how he will comfort us. That's how he's going to protect us from harm. You know, we don't need to understand why we are doing things. We don't need to understand and see the bigger picture. All we need to do is just follow those footsteps that God is calling us to do and just have that faith and that obedience that confidence in what we hope for and that assurance of what we do not see. So let's go into this time of prayer and reflection so we can pray over ourselves, over our futures, over what God has got for each of us as individuals. So Father, I just pray that you will draw us close to you, Lord, that you will draw each of us close to you so that we can hear from you clearly, Lord, so that we will know when you are talking to us. We will know when you pull us up, Lord. We will be easily guided, Lord. I pray that we will be surrendered to your will. I pray that we will submit to what you call us to do, Lord. And Father, as you draw us closer into your presence, 
as you help us to spend more time in that secret place, Lord, so that you can minister to each of us as individuals, Lord. I pray that you will use that time where we truly seek your will and your plan and your purpose over our lives, Lord. I pray that during those times that you will show each of us a glimpse, a trail, a picture, a word, a prophecy, whatever it is that we need, Lord, about where we are going. If it's people out there who need healing, I pray that you will show them a picture of them healed to give them that fresh level of hope, that fresh level of assurance, that fresh level of faith. For those who are struggling with finances, I pray that you will show them a picture of where they do not need to struggle so that they know they do not know the journey to get there, but they know that they will get there. You know, they need that fresh level of faith, that fresh level of anointing. And for those who just feel like they're, you know, a bit stuck or a bit lost or a bit like they kind of living Groundhog Day, as it were, where we're constantly going through the same routine over and over and over again, and they don't know what your plan and your purpose is over their lives, Lord. I pray that you will give them a picture. I pray that you will give them and show them what they're going to do in the future. That will give them hope whether it's doing a job that's meaningful, whether it's being a minister in a church, whether it's working for the church, whether it's doing something in a different place, Lord, than where they are now. They will know that their job that they're in now is not forever, that the season that they're in now is not forever, and that this new level of faith will help them move out of where they are, Lord. It will change their mindset. It will change the way they view themselves. It will change the way they view their lives. They will see that they are more than what they are now, that you have created them for more than what they are now, that this isn't it. This isn't it. There is so much more, so much more than what they are currently doing, Lord. And so, Father God, we just ask for each person now, Lord, just to lay your hand over them, Lord, and just comfort them, Lord. Just comfort them. Let them know that you are right there with them, Lord. You are right there with them walking through whatever this season is going to throw at them, Lord, that you are going to bring them through, that you are going to carry them, that even though they feel they're going up at the minute and that is a struggle, they will get to the top and they will be able to look back and see, Father God, we saw you all the way through that season. We know what that season was for, Lord. We know all the difficulties it brought, but we are going to glorify you, Lord, because that faith got us through, that faith carried us through. And so, Lord, we just hand it over to you, Lord. Father God, I just feel like some people just need to submit just submit their lives over to God, that they may not trust him in this season. They may be worried. They may be taking hold of this season. They may be worried about letting go. They may be worried about letting God do what he's going to do this season. So I just pray for those people now, just open your arms up and just say, Father God, I just give it to you. I just give whatever this season is going to bring to you right now, Lord. And I pray that you will have your will. Father God, your kingdom come, your will be done in this season, in my life, in our lives, Lord. We pray that you will take whatever we are carrying, whatever burden, whatever pain, whatever shame, whatever guilt, whatever doubt, whatever lack, whatever is holding us back, whatever is suffocating our faith 
whatever is stopping us from having that that faith in what you're going to do, whatever is making us cling on, Father God, we let it go now. We let it go and we break it off anyone who is struggling with that now, Lord. And we just pray that as they move into this new perspective and this new level of faith, Lord, during this season, that you will carry them. You will guide them. You will move them. You will be able to do more you'll be able to do exceedingly more than we could ever ask or imagine, Lord, because you are in control over our lives. You are the one who is carrying us through. So we submit all to you, Lord, all to you. We surrender all to you right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Right, we're going to pray for the church along the same lines. And we're looking at Hebrews 11 still, but verse 3. It says, by faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what is visible. And 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7 says, for we live by faith, not by sight. You know, the church needs to move forward. The church can be very practical. The church can be very, we need to be able to work within the mindset of the world. And this verse, we live by faith, not by sight. We are not being blinkered. The church will not be blinkered. It will not be controlled. It will not be um, suffocated or guided with um, with um, earthly eyes, with the eyes that we see as people here on earth. We are praying that God will give us heavenly sight so that we can see in the angelic realms, that we can see more than what we can see in the building, if that makes sense. We want to see what the, the impacts that the church is having, the impacts that people's lives are having, because this is what God's called us to do. It's not what we want to do. It's not what the world is telling us the church needs to do. It's not the practical stuff. It's what impact is the church as a whole across the nations having on the global church. What impact is the church having on people? What impact is the church having on communities? What impact is the church having when we pray in the spiritual realm? We're praying for eyes to see more than what we can currently see. We want to see what God sees. We want to see what he is doing. We want to see more of what he's doing, not just what we're doing here in the actual building. You know, we want to see more. We want to see more, which will encourage us to do more. If we can see more as a church, we know what to pray for. We know how to impact things. We will know which scriptures to apply in certain situations. We will know how to speak over people's lives. We will know that that person is struggling before they know they're struggling themselves. And we can speak and intercede into their situation before they even ask for any help or before they get to the point where they're crying out to God. So Father God, we lift up the church, Lord, and we are praying that you will guide the church into what you are calling her to do, Lord. This is every person, every nation, every building that is a church across the nations, Lord. Everyone who stands as part of the body of Christ, Lord, we are praying that you will use them for what your purpose is, Lord. And we pray that you will give them 
the courage to move forward in what you've called them to, not just the practical steps that you are calling them to do, Lord. We pray that you'll be able to show leaders, especially the impact that their church is having, that will push them to keep going. All those churches that were looking at closing down because of financial reasons, we pray that you will you will show them how to live by faith, not by sight. They might not see the finances, but they need to have the faith that the finances will come in to keep that building going. We pray that you will give them the faith in those leaders who are struggling to see what's next, to see what you see, Lord, see the impact that that church is having and let leaders know that it doesn't matter whether there's 10 people or 10,000 people in their church. It is about what you see. It is about the quality, not the quantity, Lord. It is about having people who can move and do and follow your will and submit to your will, Lord. So we pray that you will continue to guide as you see, Lord, not as with their worldly eyes, Lord. Amen and amen. Right, let's pray for the nations. And we're looking at Matthew 25, 21. It says, his master replied, well done, good and faithful servants. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. So I want us to pray for Christians across the nations who've been placed in positions. And I pray that anyone who is placed in a position, whether it's um, in teaching, social services, NHS, uh, medical, um, governments across the nations that they will be good and faithful servants in the role that they've been placed and that God will use them to move on to something bigger. God will give them greater responsibilities. God will give them more to do. Even those who are pastors, God will give them a bigger church. God will give them more people to shepherd. God will be able to move them forward into what he sees next, into what the next season requires. But right now, we pray that each and every person in any position of leadership, any position of guidance or impact on other people around them, we pray that they will be good and faithful servants and that they will be able to move forward in order to make room for more Christians, more people as part of the body of Christ to have a bigger impact globally on what God has got next. So Father God, we just lift up these people before you now, Lord. We ask you to move them. We ask you to use them where you have placed them, where you have positioned them. Whatever you have called them to do, whatever they are doing, whatever they are sowing into, Lord, we pray that you will guide them, that you will show them what you require of them so that they can be good and faithful servants with those few things you've given them so that they can move into bigger things. You will put people who are currently um, maybe just teachers, maybe just in charge of a few children, maybe just um, anyone who just working in a, in a normal job. So say, Lord, you will use their faithfulness in this season, in this role, and you will put them in positions of authority in the world. You will be moving people into governments. You will move people into the United Nations. You will move people into effective leadership roles where they will have a say, where they will be able to dictate, where they'll be able to fall to follow your will, Lord, and they'll be able to make decisions based on your word and your truth and what you are calling them to do. Amen and amen.
Right, let's finish with healing prayers. And we're looking at Mark 5, verse 34. He said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. You know, all we need is faith. We just need to believe that he will do it. We just need to believe and to be able to see and have that vision, have that um, pictures that we can see ourselves in healing. We know that we've been healed. We need to have that faith and that vision that it's coming, that it is will be coming. And we need to walk by faith every day because that healing will come. That healing will come. It is a mindset. Healing is a mindset. If we walk in healing, if we walk by faith and not by sight, if we hold on to that healing, we will be freed from suffering. We will have peace. We will have clarity. We will have that physical healing once our mindset has shifted to, I am healed. I am delivered. I am restored. I am free. I am I am. You keep saying those words until you see it coming. And we want to hear those testimonies of when you have changed your mindset into that one of faith, that faith has healed you. And so, Father God, we stand with everyone right now. Father God, we pray that you will give your children that faith to know that you are more, that they are more than conquerors through Christ, that you are the one who heals, you are the one who stores, you are the one who delivers. And Father God, we pray that you and you alone will come into their lives, that they will surrender to you. They will give it all to you, Lord, and let you come in because when they give it all to you, when they surrender all over to you, Lord, they are letting you in. They are letting you change their mindsets. They are letting you move them out of this situation. You are. They are letting you be the true Lord. As long as they hold on, as long as we accept that pain, that suffering will continue to live bound by that, Lord. And we are saying, no, Lord, we are not accepting that anymore, Lord, because we are healed. We are delivered. We are restored. We are we are redeemed. And so, Lord, we stand with the expectation because we have that faith, that faith that moves mountains, that faith in the name of Jesus. So, Father God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for what you are doing. We thank you that you come in, your presence just drops in, Lord, and it leads us and it guides us. And it, your word, it just gives us those seeds that we need, that guidance that we need to move forward, to be delivered, to be restored. We thank you, Lord, that it all starts with faith that we can do anything, that we are more than conquerors because you have given us the words. You have given us the decrees and the declarations that we need in your word through the blood of Jesus in order to stand in that place, Lord. And so we thank you. We thank you that your presence dwells among us, Lord, and that it moves us and guides us and pulls us forward and moves us through the hard seasons and the good seasons. But we accept it all, Lord, because we want your faith. We live by faith, Lord, and not by sight. And thank you to every one of you for praying with us today. We are so blessed that you have joined us again today. And we pray 
and continue to pray for you that God will move and we are waiting for your testimonies. So please join us for the women's Bible study tonight. It is on Zoom at eight o'clock and it is myself who's leading tonight. We are looking at our first um, woman out of the Bible. And um, again, we're following the theme of faith and we are looking at Queen Elizabeth II tonight and the way that God has used her, the way that her faith has moved her and shaped her life and what we as women can learn from that and look at the biblical concepts and fundamental foundations underneath that as well. We would love you to join us. If you are struggling, let any one of the team know we will happily help you get involved tonight. And please subscribe to the Delhi Talks media channel on YouTube. And the more people we have on there, the more impact we can have. And we've also got the free audio podcast and the prayer experience, (coughs) excuse me, the prayer experience community on Facebook and WhatsApp. (coughs) I'm sorry. So for now, we are back tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday, so we will see you at one o'clock. So for now, goodbye and God bless. Right.